Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your hosts, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Adam, the Ambassador Zeitler, here with my co-host, Kyle, the Delivery Man, Rohde. With the Halloween episode. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm talking about Halloween. If uh, you are a father, you are you, you have to have uh, like parent uh, dad tax if you were. What is happening? What are you doing? You're connecting your device to the computer. So, anyways, dad tax works as as it this way. I put in the oh, time. Yeah. I go out there. I, I this year it's going to be cold, and I freeze a little bit. But you know what? At the end of it, I get like four Reese's peanut butter cups or something. That's it. Uh, dad tax isn't what it used to be. No kidding. No. I mean, unless they get a good haul, then it's like fair game. Zeke, Zeke's still pretty little. So um, that's the best time. I think he got like two or three pieces of candy and I got the rest. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, then that works out. That's more of a, a modern <laughs> You're very day. heavily taxed. Mo- in oh, my yeah. oh, so you're part of the working class. Oh, it turns <laughs> out. Oh, yeah. Hey, all right. Oh, shots fired. But anyways, uh, yeah, no. So I just wanted to, you know, uh, public service announcement, make sure you collect your dad tax. Yeah, absolutely. Know. That's and, the thing. And if you're not a dad, you can still go trick or treating. That's, that's common knowledge. Yeah. If you're like 36 and whatever. So now if you come into town here, do you know all the good houses? I do. I do. I'm very aware of the ones that give the full size candy bars and say so the full size candy bars are the ones that you gotta, you gotta hit them up. Oh, for sure. Oh, right. I mean, it's like, and then they, they have some, uh, uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, Adam and I are both deliver in the same area. We're both delivery men. Hence the title of the, uh, podcast. I'm stumbling on words here. I'm part of big Brown. Adam's part of the little blue letter factory. So we see some, uh, pretty sweet, um, displays here in town which really kind of mess with me because your eye kind of like catches like yeah the like the the form of like some of the things that are set up so you think there's somebody on the yard so you like wave and it's like one a of the ones on Ma- it's like a scarecrow <laughs> like the one on main street is actually pretty well set up there with like the the guy with the pig head but like cutting up bacon yeah or whatever i was like that's new that's yeah that's new. they just moved in there i i talked to him a little bit i was like yeah they you guys got a creepy setup going here and he's <laughs> like thanks that's good yeah. i like i i embrace that i, I mean I can't lie, like, not I'm not big into Halloween. We don't like go trick or treating, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a town that goes so much all out for Halloween than this town does. I kind of noticed that too. Like, well, in this year, there's it's been uh, stepped up a notch because they actually have a competition this year. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a sponsored competition for the best display in O'Connell. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Did Did you see over on uh, on Adam Street? No, I'm. I well, I've been been to Adam. Yeah, Street. you don't deliver in that area, but that's like Adam Street has two great displays on Pierce. Um, oh yeah, I did see that one. They have <laughs> the, it, the little the little, uh, little kid with the yeah, balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> no, I saw that like the first time. That, I'm like, that's good. Yeah, I'm like, I, I thought like that. so too. I've never seen the movie, but I was like, I know what that you is. Never seen that's it? Good. No, neither one of them. Like the neither modern one. or the old version. Well, talk of all, mess me up for life, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking. Do you, have you seen both of them? I have seen every it that could possibly be. Should we do a surprise horror story or horror, horror movie draft at the end <laughs> uh, of this? Yeah, we can make that happen. Uh, we want to do four rounds or what? Three, four rounds? I think so. Okay, and since neither of us are prepared. It's going to be on the cup. It's, yeah. Plus, 
this cost. I feel like you're gonna win this. I'm pretty messed up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, like I said, like I can't believe you didn't see those movies. Like I said, my 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 parents exposed me to a lot of uh, crazy stuff at a young age, because like I was like the third child down the line, so it's like I get it. Like, you know, they they trade hardest with the first one, <laughs> like went down the line. So no, I'm just joking. They, if, they treated me very well. If if I said okay, this Halloween, my wife she will not watch any scary movies, but for me, I'm like. I like it sometimes. It mm-hmm. I, I like to I don't want to say I like to feel scared sometimes, <laughs> but I like to watch scary movies, you know, to just get that little bit of you know. <laughs> so it, if you were to recommend mm-hmm. which one do I watch? Do I watch the old version or do I watch the new one? The new one was re- okay, like uh, the original it's dated the old one. It's like, you know, the graphics and whatnot. It's it's still it still holds up in a in a certain sense, but there's like major scenes where it's like, okay, I know this is a you know, computer and not even computer animated. I don't even know if it was like claymation or what it was. But anyways, <laughs> um, but like the new one, like I'm always skeptical of remakes of horror movies. For sure. But really, or any kind of movie. Like really. this one, this one had its own twists in it. Uh, the modern day versions of it, but well done. Very good. Okay. Yeah. I think you get a kick out of the chapter two. It, But you'd have to watch chapter one. So you have to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so it's not like... It... Yeah, the original movie was released on... Two separate VHSs. If you don't know what VHSs are, I'm really kind of dating myself. <laughs> they were tapes you put into a a, a VCR, um, essentially a, a fatter, wider uh, DVD player. If you don't know what a DVD player is, then I'm really dating. <laughs> before streaming, before all these things, we had to you go had to big a- fat TVs, <laughs> and you had three or four different boxes to watch mm-hmm. your tapes on, and uh, you had what five channels? Yep five channels That's and some much. of them came in you know i mean <laughs> times are very different it's not like we're on demand. Like, is, i don't i don't want to go to the movie because i can just watch it on demand now that 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 blows my mind like it's like i miss movie theaters but it's like i i, I could just not go anymore because as soon as it's released it's out oh, there for rent yeah for 20 dollars, which is cheaper than a movie theater but it sucks because covid like that whole thing. i think covid kind of did that kind of like kickstart before the, before covid that you still went to theaters for a couple months before the movie came out mm-hmm. but it it wasn't that long i remember right. i remember like uh i think avengers was like the last big one mm-hmm. where it was like you went to the theaters but then it was like you had to wait a long time so you saw that movie again right but right. then when it came out it was like i gotta watch this one. Oh yeah absolutely yeah but it's, it's it came on so like weird. streaming that wasn't one that you bought either yeah but, it's just weird that the, <laughs> you know they just i just worry that movie theaters are gonna become a thing of the past because it's like you you know I hope There's not. So I still, I still like going to the movie theater, mm-hmm. but I feel like the movie quality has gone down. Really? You don't think so? Uh, yeah. he, I, the last, I couldn't even tell you the last movie I went to see in the theater. I'm trying to remember as well. I believe it was the last Star Wars movie. That may that have was been a last long one. time ago. Um, that yes. actually might have been for me too. Hmm. Maybe you were there. I didn't see you though. It was dark because <laughs> that's what happens in a movie theater. But just think, there's some kids that probably never have that experience of a movie theater. That's sad. That is really sad because kids like, go to movie theaters. Yeah, go when to you movie see theaters. when you see a movie that you're interested in, go to the movie theater. Yeah. It's an experience. And it's yeah. awesome. Just, just you know, just say, hey, parents, uh, parental units, uh, just take me to the movies. It couldn't have been Star Wars for me. I think I've seen. I think I might have seen like a kids movie, like um, like uh frozen two or something i don't know did you see Uh, the new trailer 
for the new Batman movie. I did, and I am excited. I about am that. too. It's like okay, okay. It's so hard for me to accept new Batman's, but me too. Uh, Robert Pattinson, um, man, that is good. I thought, I thought for me, like after Christian Bale was done, I was just like Ben Affleck. I was just uh, like, get out of here, get out of here. No, this dude. When I heard it announced, mm-hmm. this was like two what was this two years ago? Yeah, something that it like was that. like announced that he's going to be the new Batman. I was just like, "Well, this one's just well, going like, yeah, to be no this, better." This guy, but he was a vampire in Twilight, yeah. so maybe that's why he can. Relate I think that's to the Batman. That's what threw it off for me. Yeah, because it's like it's such a kiddie pop culture <laughs> like romantic love story. That's not yeah. Batman. Yeah, but no, he does the justice though. I mean, the trailer the definitely. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. See what I did one. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. it is hot thank you <laughs> thank you paris but uh i i totally got burnt on something okay and it was like i i got my face i saw like somebody shared a trailer for um lord vader did you see this yeah vader. Here, yeah here i watched this trailer because it was like i was thinking they were coming out with a new star wars movie and it was called lord vader and i was watching it and stuff and it says uh, this Christmas, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm like, how did I not even hear about it? Here it turns out it was a fake trailer after I was doing oh, my I research. Those, I was man. angry, but it looked amazing with the <laughs> fake trailer. I'm like, man, I'm like, you know, when I was watching, I was like, they, they're playing a lot of stuff that is in the last movies, but still there was stuff that was new to me. And I was like, this could be, this is pretty awesome. Have you been keeping up with the, uh, the Marvel stuff? Mm, I've been trying. It's yeah. been so hard. I feel like, oh, well, they haven't been bad, but not up to snuff. Like the, last, the bar that Marvel had set. They really, I mean, they set a really high yeah. bar. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I, I understand. Like they did a couple, I don't want to say, what do you call them? Shows? Yeah. Like WandaVision. And, yeah, yeah. That I think they obviously knew like we just, we just like set records. Mm-hmm. So we need to like kind of spin these off in different directions but not have a movie for it but just right like, like they know stories. like this isn't movie worthy mm-hmm. but I, people will still watch it it's mm-hmm. not going to be you know avengers endgame or any of that stuff right. but uh yeah they were okay but it, it was just like okay we're back to reality here where yeah i don't want to be back to reality i want to be back yeah. at <laughs> endgame man oh man those so were good. those were good days man oh the good old days yeah movies i can't and see like i i just mentioned in the last episode i'm into uh i'm into yellowstone Mm -hmm. and uh outside of that i'm just like man the movies outside of batman which i don't think is coming out for like another six months or something like that 2022 yeah like why even show the the, just the trailer like like, now why are you excited i'm gonna forget about it (laughs) it's like no you need to release that like the weekend before it'll be like oh I know exactly what I'm doing next weekend. Cancel the plans. Find a sitter, whatever you got to do. Have I, I I swear I've said this on this podcast Uh before. Have I, I've said, well, maybe I said it a little bit differently before, but when it comes to trailers for movies, Mm -hmm. I like the least amount of spoilers. Right. I I, Have I said that? I don't think you've said it on here. But I've said it. You've said it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to just, I, when it comes to trailers, like star wars or something like that Mm -hmm. i always said like i want the least amount of spoilers like if you if if in commercials like i'm watching a football game and all of a sudden it just said star wars like that's uh, all you need to do star wars whatever what was the last one or the first the first one of the new series called uh Uh, the force Force awakens Awakens. yeah Yeah. 
So it, it would have just said Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and then it had like a little three-second clip. Mm-hmm. I would have just been like, oh, my gosh, we're oh, going, and we're going to happening. you know. But they got to, like, spoil the whole movie <laughs> in a trailer. Oh. It's funny because I was watching, and I've, like, religiously said that for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like trailers for movies. They give too much away. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this this trailer comes out for this movie. I don't even know what it's about. And I feel like that's that was kind of part of what I was saying is just like, I'm not going to see that movie because I. I... <laughs> so I wish it would have shared more with me because then I'd know exactly what I was getting myself into. So maybe, yeah, maybe I just I don't know. Now essentially, there's a movie call, coming out called Dune. That's the one. Okay, yeah, and see, and they're pitching it as, um, is it supposed like to be like a. a Oh, okay. Like, like it's it's supposed to be. And ironically, I thought it was like apocalypse. But then I heard I seen a movie review person in the trailer said this is the new Star Wars slash Lord of the Rings. And yes. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! You slam those two together. I'm like, that's risky business. That's but the like thing is though, too high. And and Dune is actually a remake of Dune, which came out 12 years previous to the original Star Wars. Did you know that? No. Neither did I up until this week. But the thing <laughs> is, is I've never seen the original. But I guess that one uh is staking claim for like the reason why star wars is what it is oh i mean that's that's bold that is bold of them to say george lucas brilliant don't get me wrong but it's like now i kind of got to check this out because like even if it holds a torch to anything i mean i don't know if i want to see the original one because that'd be like what like 1967 or something it's like in black and white so they're claiming they made a movie 12 years after star wars previous to star wars oh before a new hope yep okay yeah okay. so they're saying that and it's like i almost want to check it out just to see if like this this hearsay this 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 blasphemy that i'm hearing is accurate but now the new movie the new version of dune is coming out so it's like and then like you said lord of the rings smashed together with star wars so it's like is it a bunch of like hobbits or what? <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> goblins and it's a bunch of ho- uh, hobbits and like uh Stormtrooper costumes are so crap. It's like perfectly matched together. No, but just like little Ewoks that they call them hobbits and something. I don't know. We're nerds. Yeah, we are a little bit nerdy, but it's like you have to have some sense of uh, nerdation. Is that a word? It is now. I'll accept it. Thank you. Thank you for. uh, I'll run my new words by you. Nerdation is a sense of uh, wonder and uh, well, childlike wonder, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So nerdation. But movies, but. Oh, really outside of Batman are you gonna go see Dune probably not okay right <laughs> I'm gonna see that, that's, in my living room I, that's I feel like nobody's here I feel like that's what I'm saying like what movie do you want to go to the theater to see like because going to the theater is like I want to go see this movie like did you go see the movie did you go see Avatar in theaters um I've actually never seen Avatar I, okay maybe i'm talking <laughs> to the wrong person i know it blows my mind because everybody's like you've never seen avatar no i haven't they I, I they said good they said when that movie was in theaters like this is like a movie you have to see in theaters like this is an experience oh, okay, so this is I like a once now. unless some movie theater shows it which actually happened i feel like in the last year they showed avatar again well there's supposed to be an avatar too yeah I don't and know. it's like if that michael bay gets Look, that it, one it, it was it was it was more of a good visual theater experience than it was like a storyline of a movie. Like 
it was fine it was a fine movie Mm -hmm. but like to go and see like they literally created a really cool like jungle world where like they were flying dragons and Mm -hmm. all this stuff like it was really cool to see in the theater like i said i mean when it did drop i mean i remember everybody saying about how amazing it was and it's like for some reason i just couldn't get behind it i don't know why maybe maybe it's the blue people i don't know well yeah like i said it's the story the story it's like it's like uh seven out of ten but like the visual experience it's like 10 out of 10 okay if you see it in any of the local theaters like just go just go just go okay it's pretty cool write that down yeah i'll have a pen and paper but i'll make a mental note i will text myself later to go see avatar i'll call out the local theaters hey you guys gonna be showing avatar anytime soon they're like you're about uh 12 years late dude (laughs) but yeah there's like there's no good movies coming out lately I know. I feel like there's a lot. Of, it's obviously Halloween. Like there's a lot of scary movies coming out. Yeah, and uh, imagine if that's, that a new you know. Halloween movie came out around Halloween again. <laughs> it's like I don't know how many times you can keep on doing the same thing. Is that uh, dude supposed to Michael I, Myers? I, man, I really, I think I've seen one. You know, like I, I seen it. I watched it in the dark like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is pretty freaky. Like I would watch it again, mm-hmm. but. I seen one of them and I don't know if, if it was number two or number three. I don't know how many there is at this point. Right. And but there's gotta be like 14 of them by now. I feel like how many times has this guy died in these movies, but they're right. just like, but it's Halloween. But it's Halloween. <laughs> we got to bring him back. And we know Halloween happens every year. And so yeah, <laughs> we, we got, got something we got, going here. Is, they should make a movie called Christmas. <laughs> just make, it's like a Christmas tree that like kills it. No, I don't know what it does. But anyways, um, yeah, no, it's, I, I just like, I'm burned out on Halloween. So, like you, I've seen like random ones and maybe pieces of others, but then it's like, oh, look, he's slowly walking after somebody with a knife wearing a mask. It's like, just run. <laughs> but maybe, again, I may be like contradicting myself. <laughs> the last, I want to say the last, like maybe even 20 years, mm-hmm. we moved so far away from slasher horror movies into like mental the paranormal yes. activity and like the demonic, all this stuff. And right. I was just like, I, I really miss like just good old fashioned. I don't want to chainsaw massacres and whatnot. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want to bring up movies because I don't want to give up any, but like, yeah, some of my favorites were the slasher movies and oh, not, right. not the, not the, I don't know, not well, the recent movies. Well, no. And I agree with you because it's like those, those newer ones are more mental mind games. Like, Okay, well, I just heard something fall in the back room. Oh my gosh! That could dude. totally be. Have uh, you seen the any of the paranormal activities or any of like the? I have. We seen we the first time, man. We had to just be getting out of high school or something like that when the first one came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you were yeah. <laughs> we 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 watched the first one like in broad daylight, but we had blacked out all the windows mm-hmm. and we were in uh, uh, my cousin's basement and we were trying to watch this movie. But we were so scared that we had to watch it in broad daylight. <laughs> but that night, I was like so restless. My 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 parents' house is just, you know this old farmhouse, so mm-hmm. like everything was just creaking, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. And the thing was, is the internet wasn't as informative back then as it is now. Like I couldn't <laughs> tell if this really happened because this was recorded on like like the cameras or whatever. Right. So I'm like, was that real? Did that legit happen? And like yeah. they just found this footage. Like, are these people really, you know? You know what, like, the creepiest parts about those movies Mm -hmm. is not, like, the not being able to see stuff. Like, okay, the covers fell off. You know, obviously, like, something pulled it. 
but like seeing a person like stand up and then they, oh, they like yeah. fast forward and they're just like they're just standing there like yeah, it's just no, like it's creepy I, i'm just getting like goosebumps like <laughs> Actually, my yeah, gosh that's at. just like <laughs> yeah, it's like it just it messes with you know like a random door like closing and stuff like that and then yeah. like it like just drags somebody across the room it's like yeah no like i said mental mind games that, those play with you i mean just straight up i gotta okay. run from this guy with a knife but anyways yeah no i gotta i gotta ask you and this is not gonna be the draft because this is not a popular <laughs> movie at all have you ever seen the movie quarantine I have seen that. Have you really? And I was like, this is legit how I feel during quarantine. When I quarantined. This was, okay, just That's to make sure. Yes. This was like an apartment complex. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, there was like the night vision and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah yes. My mm-hmm. gosh, that was a that good was, movie. That was, I believe, a stepping stone to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah, that was, same with like Cloverfield. I mean, a little bit Yeah, different. because that was like the first movie that went to like the handheld camera yes. stuff. Yes. And then that, yeah, that totally changed the whole thing. If if you haven't seen the movie Quarantine, I think it would still hold up. I right think now. it would hold up. Yes, that was a good one. It was a really good one. We actually, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna be fantastic. Me and my brothers, we actually like remade those. Oh, did you? <laughs> I so wish we had the ones that we. Oh my gosh, they were so funny. We'd oh, watch man. them. Oh, it was fantastic. But creativity, though, I like it. I wish, yeah, we wish you still had those. I mean, I got home videos of me like getting kicked around by my big brother and stuff <laughs> like that. That's all I got. <laughs> no, yeah, they were fantastic. Mm. They were fun. Those were the days. We we did we did too because the first one we made somehow we taped over it. Oh, makes me so mad. And you like looking? Was... It's like your parents' wedding video. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good one. And then we did a second one. It it, it was still pretty funny, but didn't hold up to the first one. Mm. But anyway, we're uh, 20 minutes in. And... We're 20 minutes in, and we are a fantasy football podcast, not um, uh, uh, Cisco Niebert over here uh, reviewing movies. So, uh, yeah, no, we can uh, jump into any direction that you want. Do you want me to jump into some breaking news and some injuries? Well, first, I just oh. want to say, if uh, again, if you enjoy us just talking nonsense, let us know. And we might, oh, yeah, uh... as pitched on the last episode, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, give us some love if, in fact, you like us talking about all this random stuff that just, like, comes off of... Um, the top of our heads i feel like this is the kind of stuff that i like to listen to at work when i just like i sometimes need to can just phase out what i'm doing mm-hmm. but then i don't need to totally pay attention to what just like kind <laughs> of mentally check to. out <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's it's good for laughters if it, it makes you feel like you're in a better mood you know some of our banter yeah absolutely hit us up and uh let us know that you like that yeah okay kyle let's uh let's get into some football stuff breaking news bringing you the breaking news and the updated injuries just the way you like it antonio brown could miss multiple games um he has a sprain near his heel and um coach arian says could miss multiple games Uh, monitor that keep an eye on that uh tyrod taylor is back at practice for the houston texans i don't know if they're going to plug him in right away but Houston needs you, buddy. Jerry Judy is, quote, looking good at practice, according to Vic Pangio of the Denver Broncos. Uh, no practice for Miles Sanders on uh, Wednesday with that ankle issue. Antonio Gibson yet again limited in practice with that shin injury. Um, keep an eye on that situation. He hasn't been the same Antonio Gibson for the last couple of weeks. Devontae Adams will not travel to Arizona. So uh, there's your answer in that situation. Um uh, look, Robert Tunyon, Aaron Jones, um, you know, pivot to a different option in that situation. 
Uh, Michael Gallup has returned to practice for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, keep an eye on that and see if you can, uh, if you got to plug and play him in. Um, if you have the option to sit him another week or go grab him off of waivers, throw him on your bench, let him just see what he does. Uh, AJ Brown isn't uh, practicing, but we know AJ Brown hasn't. He's been missing quite a few practices. Uh, they've been kind of taking it easy on him during the week, and he's been lighting it up on the weekends. Uh, Julio Jones. Uh, not spotted at practice uh, with that hamstring injury still. Um, he looked okay last week. Um, probably just taking it easy on him, and eventually he'll be a full goal. George Kittle is slated to return in week nine um, with that calf injury. So oh, that's good news for the George Kittle owners out there. Uh, Chase Claypool is dealing with that hamstring injury, limited in practice. He'll be good to go. Same with Allen Robinson, um, limited due to the ankle. Should be good to go. Uh, MVS for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's headed for a game uh, game day decision in the Arizona matchup. That would be bold to pick him up uh, first game back from the IR and throw him in your starting lineup. But, uh, I mean, I've seen bolder things, so maybe. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but if you want to be bolder than I, feel free. DeAndre Hopkins limited with the hamstring that has kept him limited for a while. Um He'll be good to go for the weekend. Nothing holds DeAndre Hopkins out. Jonathan Taylor is dealing with a rib injury, um, limited in practice. Limited in practice also is Rob Gronkowski uh, with a rib injury. Um, uh, Mike Davis, uh, this is more of the breaking news. Uh, they're hoping uh, Coach Arthur Smith is saying that Mike Davis should see more of a workload uh, going forward, which we had just discussed Mike Davis on the previous episode, so that's good news for like Davis owners, maybe they can feel comfortable and possibly getting him in there and uh, getting you some points. Taysom Hill, um, I doubt he's rostered in a lot of leagues, but if in fact he is, he is in concussion protocol and has yet to um, get out of concussion protocol. Mark Ingram is on his way back to New Orleans. Uh, Texas is slated to um, trade uh, Mark Ingram back to um, New Orleans, which, uh, uh, I mean, Alvin Kamara, we know what Alvin Kamara is. Uh, Mark Ingram... I could see a little bit of love uh, there, kind of replacing Latavius Murray, who went to Baltimore. But uh, for the Texans, that means an uptick for David Johnson and Philip Lindsay if they're out there and you want to go ahead and grab them and uh, see what you can do. I mean, who knows? Maybe one can capitalize off this. Uh, Deshaun Watson, um, the talks with the trade, I've actually heard they have agreed to terms. Miami and the Texans have agreed to terms on Deshaun Watson. The only stipulation is by the trade deadline, Miami Dolphins are requesting uh, clarity on the situation. So essentially what that means is, oh, I, I, I don't, I mean, that's the only thing that's holding us back is Miami's uncertainty of all the court cases and whatnot, which I don't blame them if you're making this big of an investment on. Um, Deshaun Watson, you're going to want to make sure that you have him for some kind of a time period. And I mean, you're essentially, um, I mean, Two has been pretty hot lately, so you're gonna he's gonna take a hit to his ego, and then you're gonna plug Deshaun Watson in there if you can, and you trade away quite a bit of your future. I mean, oh, oh, wait and see, I guess. And then Delvin Cook was not on the injury report Wednesday. Shall we get into some heating up? We shall. It's getting hot in here. Heating up, presented by Rymer Heating. It's getting hot in here. So hot. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> That's the check mark. 
That was. For, it was uh, like, oh, like you accomplished what uh, you needed to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heating um, up sponsor segment uh, brought to you by Rhymers Heating in the Curvitz area. Um, I mean, <laughs> we've been saying it. It's getting winter. It is getting winter. I Winter's just, coming. Yep. I mean, and you go. You want to be on top of your game. You don't want to be like when. When is a better time to get your heating checked out? When it's freezing cold, <laughs> or maybe before it gets freezing. I would want to say before, uh, before freezing cold. I would probably say it might thing. be. It might be too late by the time you're freezing. You got family. You got kids. You know. What I'm saying? Yeah. 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 If your stove, if your oven is the main source of heat in your house, you're doing it wrong. Uh, especially if it's a gas oven. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, anyways, yeah, go on. Um, uh, no, I'll go on. Um, essentially, yeah, go ahead and get get ahead of the game. Feel like, uh, feel like, um, well, the delivery man told you this. You know, go ahead and get this checked out early, and then you then you shine for your wife because she's all like, "Wow, you're really on top of your game. I find you more attractive now because oh, you." Oh, and, oh. Well, I'm just saying, a oh, wowza. Yeah, I'm saying, uh. Uh, turn on your wife by, <laughs> by getting your heating checked out early. Wait, in that case. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, no, never mind. Okay, wait. Oh, I almost want to go down this rabbit hole with you. What, what do you want? Say, in that case, if you want uh, if you want some snuggly time, then yeah, oh, maybe the better. <laughs> open the windows. Open the windows. Bring the cold the, in. Yeah. No, we're not. We're, we're trying to yeah. promote heating. We're yeah, not, but I'm oh, saying. Oh, you're talking about yeah. heating. Okay. Okay. We have definitely Brought to you got by Rhymer Heating. <laughs> Oh my gosh, animated in here. Peel the curtain back. This is our second take on it because Kyle thought the last one kind of set this in the wrong direction, but Adam managed to get us back there anyways. All right. Yeah, get your furnace checked out. Uh, we love your rhymers. We do love rhymers. <laughs> Heating of the Crivets area. Oh, there we go. All right, Kyle. Well, last week, not not a not a great week. Uh, you, you, you could say that. Um, uh, three out of our four guys are no longer uh, heating up. No, they've lost it. They lost it all. Where'd you go? I miss you so. Man, it just mellows me right out, man. That's so crazy. Going back to songs that that's 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 an old song. It is an old song. It's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> and then it like takes you back to a period in time, and then it's like it's sad. Do you know the next lines to that song? Seems like it's been forever. Since you back home. Standing on the corner. Uh, no, I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> but, like, that's, the, that's the part that's stuck in my head. Because then, then I switch over to like that Fergie Ferg song. Um, oh, what is it? What would you do if your son was at home crying? For some reason, those songs mashed together for me. <laughs> this is one time I wish that we had the video because Kyle just like all went all out. Like, oh, oh well, my gosh, that fun, was fantastic. Fact, I, I aspired to be a rapper when I was in fifth grade. Really? In our fifth grade talent show, for anybody that knows me, I rapped to uh, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> I thought I was Coolio and I now looking back was not Coolio by any stretch of the imagination. You're you're pretty cool. Kyle. I think so. Would you say I'm coolio? <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, let's talk about um where these people went. They fizzled out. My first one was uh, Jonathan Taylor. So close, so close. And actually, up until today, uh, I thought he did make it. Then I found out he didn't with a fourteen point five zero output. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he did find the end zone and whatnot, but still not enough to meet our fifteen point threshold. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, this is a Midwestern <laughs> podcast too. In case you didn't notice by the accents, we are not in Canada, but uh, that's uh, you know, 
How close was Jonathan Taylor to 15? 0.5. Oh, so he's 14.5. Because, you know. We I, are doing the half PPR format. We're not going to switch it up. No, now. no, no. I know. I okay. know. I know. I had Jalen Hurts. Yep. And he had 22.54. Yep. And the threshold for quarterbacks is 25. Yep. But I thought, who is sad that they started Jalen Hurts? You know what? what's weird? And it's kind of like, I'm thinking about this Jalen Hurts. I mean, by the way, nobody was sad about starting Jalen Hurts. Right. But it's like, but the team's doing bad. But Jalen Hurts and fantasy is doing good. Right. So it's like, are we going to see some kind of a changing of the guard? Although it's something that you don't want to see. But it's like, in football, right? he might not like, be the starter. Like the, uh, like the, uh, um, my gosh, why can't Deshaun I Sean Watson. James Winston. James Winston. Fantastic oh, yeah. fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, then they do away with him. And I mean, now he's popped up with the Saints. And that is what it is. But it's like you could possibly see the Eagles go away from Jalen Hurts just because of, yeah, great fantasy, but they're not winning. And they have Gardner Minshew on the bench, which they know is the key to winning. Yeah. Some people, they're just blinded by, I don't know. I don't know. By the mustache, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that could be because that mustache does uh, pertain great beauty. I think they just take a look at it and they just be like, Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah, maybe they just they don't, don't understand it. Maybe it's like when they can't they can't contain the mustache. Well, it's like maybe they know what would happen, similar to like Tim Tebow. Whenever Tim Tebow went on a team, you had the Tebow mania. You know, maybe it's like maybe that's what they fear with the Gardner Minshew situation. Maybe. Hmm. But anyway, what I was getting at was again, nobody was sad that they started Jalen Hurts. No, absolutely not. But it sucks because. that I can't get him heating up because whatever it's it's the line man i know we're in too deep maybe next year we can change it to 22.54 maybe then he would have just made it I'm but he didn't it. make it <laughs> much like my next guy daryl henderson who i braved up as i got this guy and he's gonna have all these good flame fires all the way up to his bye week and then he gives me a 7.9 even though they rocked detroit like it's like uh do you know you know who did really good against Detroit? Oh, uh, who did? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know who did, but do the listeners remember who did? Uh, Cooper Cup, my heating up candidate. He's heating up. Yep, he is heating up too now. So next week he will probably catch fire because he's the number one wide receiver. But every time and you've said that, I know, and that's why I spoke it into the universe. I don't like it, Kyle. I would bench Cooper Cup this week because I spoke <laughs> it out there where he is going to no, fail. Uh, week six, he had 29 and a half uh, point, half PPR points this uh, week seven against Detroit, 32.6. Next week at Houston, week nine versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is the not only the number one wide receiver, uh, the number one fantasy player. This is true. This and, is true. And you, you, I mean, you're set up for success on this, and that's why I'm trying to jinx you right now. Yeah. I was a little bit worried that, I mean, we even talked about before who we were going to mention, and there, this was a really, really bad week for picking players mm-hmm. because there's either a bye in the next three weeks or we just don't think that they're going to do it in the next three weeks or whatever. My next two, my, my, my two that are going to be replacing are pure flyers. Yeah. Mine, like, uh, mine as um, well. Out there. Uh, do you want to go over your replacement? 
Uh, I'll let you go over your first one, then I'll Okay, I'll I'm go going mine. with Miles Gaskin. He's heating up. <laughs> yeah. He's heating up. There we go. Uh, last week, his output was 15.70. Um, the main motivation behind me. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Since I have the drop board, yes. we're going to do. Okay. Cooper Cup. He's heating up. He's heating up. Okay. But Miles Gaskin is not. It's hot. Okay. He's hot. Okay. Yes. And Adam has now um, uh, thrown his weight around and shown that he is the owner <laughs> of the drop board currently. But yes. Okay. I do. I do confirm that that is a great idea. It is hot. Um, he is getting hot. Oh, but anyways, 15.7 was his output, just reaching over the threshold. My main motivation behind Miles Gaskin is the news of Malcolm Brown going on the IR. I figure he's going to see some more some more action there. Well, I mean, this is a deal. There was there's even a couple players um, on for this week that we look and say, when I look at their stat line, I think they've done it like the last four weeks mm -hmm. where they would be fire at this point. Mm -hmm. But I think, can they sustain that? Cause they're going to drop off eventually, but do we right. grab them too late? You and know what I mean? Sudden, then they have the drop off. So if you're taking miles Gaskin now, the chances of him continuing for the, at least the next two weeks, mm -hmm. I think as far as heating up, I'm, if we're talking <laughs> fantasy, do I recommend starting miles Gaskin? I'm like, Hmm. Uh, <laughs> But for heating up, you know. Yeah. 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 And um if he makes it past his next opponent, which is Buffalo at Buffalo, uh <laughs> I, I feel pretty good about it. Then he's got Houston, uh, Baltimore, New York Jets, Carolina. He doesn't see a bye week till by four uh week fourteen, sure. which is another motivation thing. Um, like after I mean, I'm sure one of my two guys are gonna fizzle out and then I'm gonna try to pick somebody that's already had their bye. Right. That's my mindset. Now I'm giving you all my clues. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm already there. No, well, now you are. Yes. I'm glad I could get you up to that. Uh, point. my heating up candidate just had a bye week, um, <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> so I see your strategy and I raise you one. <laughs> my heating up candidate, uh, Kyle Pitts, the tight end Ooh, for the Atlanta Falcons. That's good. Again, um, uh, this was a bad heating up week in, I'm grasping for straws here. Mm -hmm. Kyle Pitts, the last two games that he played, uh, he would be heating up, but he had the bye week in between. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, he is hot. He is hot. Uh, week seven against Miami, uh, this last week at Miami, he went seven catches on eight targets, 163 yards. So, again, we kind of said this guy, you know, he's starting. He started slow. Uh, last couple of weeks, he's looking like uh, – what we were expecting to see from him yep. uh, this week uh, versus Carolina uh, week nine versus New Orleans week 10 versus Dallas week 11 versus New England. So not an easy schedule going forward mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, like you would say the last two weeks, he's kind of found his uh, rhythm with Matt Ryan. And yeah, I mean, I think that's a great pick. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm all full of fun. It is hot. I'm all full of good compliments. Uh, and then my next one for heating up is Elijah Mitchell. That's hot. It is hot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he had 60.7 output against the Indianapolis Colts last week. His uh, next matchup, and he's already had his bye week um, uh, previous to the Indianapolis game. He's got Chicago. He's got Arizona. Then he's got the Rams, which is eh, but then he's got Jacksonville. So it's like maybe if he can wade the storm, maybe I can get some good stuff out of Elijah Mitchell. The only thing concerning me with him is Jeff Wilson's going to be a thing eventually at some point. Right. And we already saw uh, 
the hasty comeback last week and he already resumed like a third down back kind of role so makes me a little nervous but nonetheless like you said it's kind of slim pickings out there yeah this was a good one too i mean like like you just said slim pickings but yeah this was a good one uh if you did not take him i was gonna take him so good i'm glad i took him then yeah that was a good one thank you um yeah man slim pickings this week I mean, the biggest thing, like, there was a couple guys who we were talking Leonard Fournette was a great heating up candidate, mm-hmm. but and he'd have one more game and then a bye. So, yeah. And plus, it's like one of those things, it's like you don't want to, essentially, if there's a fire, you don't want to run in the house to go get something. You know, it's on fire. So, it's like, essentially, yeah. if you go in there, you, you might get burnt a little bit. Right. So, yeah. I think uh, Tampa Bay, both the wide receivers, Godwin and, and Evans, we we could have taken, but mm-hmm. they have uh, one more game than a bye. Yep. So, yeah. Know. And plus, it's like with the receiving core, it, it makes you feel kind of uneasy. Yeah. It's like, who's hot this week? So not uh, not so much for uh, um, the fantasy players. Like, you need to stay away from these guys, but just in the in the matter of our heating up segment. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we're playing the game. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's your first time listening. That's how we roll. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. All right, let's get into some starts of the week. Why don't we say goodbye to heating, uh, Rhymer's heating and cooling? I mean, uh, ooh, uh, Rhymer's heating. <laughs> <laughs> that was heating up. Brought to you by Rhymer's heating. It's getting hot in here. So so- heating up. Presented by Rhymer Heating. So sorry. Thank you, Kyle. Starts of the week. Starts of the week. Here we go, Kyle. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, okay. I'm going to take uh, this guy. Uh... Are we just going to talk like we're uh, from uh, somewhere else? Or, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. We just switched from Boston over to England. Okay. Well, that's probably for our English listeners. So. Um, my first guy, like, I don't think this is the first time I, I've talked to him. I, in fact, I know that it's not. I, I had this guy for heating up. Mm-hmm. I had this guy starts of the week. I, DJ Moore. DJ um, Moore. He's one of my favorite guys that I don't have anywhere and that I wish I had him more. Uh, <laughs> DJ Moore at Atlanta. So you say you want more and more. I want more and more. Even with the Sam Darnold situation. and Yeah. that's that's Atlanta. It is Atlanta. That is true. But it's Sam Darnold. It's Atlanta. True. But yeah, it's no, I'm just joking. But I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like the first three weeks of Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold were pretty amazing. We're assuming that that was in relationship to CMC being there, right? Because the last handful of weeks have not been pretty. Yeah, DJ Moore can do it without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's kind of like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, like a uh, Brandon Cooks. It's like you can play with anybody, right? Especially this year. This year, he's he's yeah, beastly. he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everything points towards uh, DJ Moore should have a fantastic week um carolina has a good defense um atlanta i mean it has i i don't want to say it has been anything special but um i really like dj Moore, and i really like him going against atlanta so uh that's a fantastic matchup there i'd be starting dj Moore uh everywhere we're on another person you should be starting everywhere i don't know why words are so hard right now uh marvin jones i like with the report that him and uh uh, Trevor Lawrence have built up. They are going up against Seattle this week. Um, and it seems like, because I was big on LaVisca Chenault, thinking that he was going to get more love, be kind of a gadget guy. It's just not panning out at this point. But it does look like Marvin Jones is pretty consistent 
and it's somebody that you do probably have it sitting on your bench because it's like sure. Jacksonville, it's kind of gross, but Marvin Jones, I think you can feel comfortable starting him because he's kind of cut out the path that he's the number one receiver there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, uh, I make my points just a lot faster by talking faster. Uh, I got you. Yeah. All right. Uh, my, next, <laughs> my next start of the week uh, could be catching fire. I mean, if, if we caught him at the right time. Uh, Khalil Herbert, the running back for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, up until up – until, um, um, what's – I can't even think of his name. David Montgomery. Until David Montgomery comes back. I think this guy is the guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's proven it. Um, uh, well, like I even said in the last episode on um, Tuesday's episode that uh, I think he's going to have standalone value even when David Montgomery comes back. Yeah, at this point, I, it'd be bold to think that David Montgomery is going to walk into 100% workload coming off an injury and then Khalil Herbert playing the way he is. Yeah, he, he had a good game against Green Bay. Um, and I, I've seen, I saw where people dropped him after Green Bay because mm-hmm. who was going to start him against Tampa Bay? Um, and he did outstanding. I know it, he was the shiny star in that garbage that we were talking about. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, that's what Tampa Bay is known for is their run defense. And that's where they excelled. I think he rushed, uh, for a hundred yards. Uh, if Bay. not, it was pretty darn close. I know it was somewhere around that line. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Probably one of the best outputs by a running back against Tampa Bay's good rush defense right. this year. So Khalil Herbert's going against San Francisco. And again, I think we've mentioned it before. San Francisco is not the scary defense we thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Uh, so, yeah, if uh, you have Khalil Herbert, uh, if he was dropped, uh, I think you can pick him up and I think you can start him if you're hurting that running back. Mm-hmm. Um or if you have them on your bench and you have uh, the need for a starting running back or even a flex option, uh, I think he's out there and I think he can continue because if he's getting the work that he is, I think he can can, can continue, you know, putting out the numbers that he has been. Oh, absolutely. And then on to my uh, second start of the week, and this is solely, I'm going to put in the barring injury because uh, Kadarius Tony, if he is in fact ready to go for the Monday night game, it's prime time, and they're going up against Kansas City. Yeah, it's like I mean, the little the little snippet that we've seen of Tony so far has just been awesome. I mean, he reminds me of like a younger OBJ, like the excitement, ironically, on the New York Giants. <laughs> but it's like it's like one of those things where if he's good to go, I, I see this being a great game for him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's just needs to stay healthy. Yeah that that does play a big part in. In any uh, any, any, any kind of form of life, period. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I got for the start of the week. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's all we got. That's uh, starts of the week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let us jump into some week eight previews. I beat you to it. I still have that quick finger, and I'm able to get to the drop board faster than you. So the week eight buys are the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders. So obviously, if you have those guys in your lineup, get them out. Yeah, we were going to do the same disclaimer on that. Yep. But (laughs) that'd be a smart strategy. Well, that being said, uh, when Baltimore does come off a buy, Rashad Bateman, in his first game last week, he was actually pretty legit we knew it was coming mm-hmm. i mean what i shouldn't say we knew but we had talked about something was coming yep and uh <laughs> we knew that this could possibly something that was coming 
Uh, all right, the Thursday matchup, the 6-1 Green Bay Packers at the 7-0 Arizona Cardinals. If you want to hear that matchup, uh, everything, there was a lot to talk about. Go to uh, the last episode. We talk about that towards the end. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Sunday, Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day. The 3-4 Carolina Panthers at the 3-3 three three Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I have start of the week, DJ Moore and a heating up candidate, Kyle Pitts, uh, in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, uh, Sam Darnold's not been fantastic, as you said. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, I th- it's been one of those floor situations. He's found his floor, like his range of output seems to be eight point floor, uh, four, 15 point ceiling. Sure, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I do currently own him and I will probably be playing him just because of lack of depth at that position. How about Robbie Anderson this week? Uh, Robbie man? Anderson shouldn't be rostered at any team ever. Against Atlanta, even against Atlanta, really? Yeah, I'm I'm really old on Robbie Anderson. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just it's not it's not computing. It's not coming over, man. I feel like if you need a ceiling play, this well, if you need week. a ceiling play, absolutely, right. yes. Yeah. Then go but, ahead and uh, but, grab him off the waivers. Yeah, that's where he's hanging on, <laughs> and yeah, toss him in. But understand that, yeah, he could get you uh, two points or if three you're points. lucky. Yep. <laughs> uh on the atlanta side uh matt ryan uh look i have him i played him for last week because i had josh allen and i'm probably going to be cutting him i'm not uh yeah carolina's secondary is kind of like what they're yeah known for mike davis is probably on your bench um my goodness Cordell patterson is probably in your starting lineup Cor- uh, calvin ridley is probably in your starting lineup kyle pitt's probably in your starting lineup uh, anything else we need to talk about here? Uh, keep an eye on Russell Gage. If, in fact, you, I mean, with only two teams being on by, you should have a luscious lineup. But if, in fact, you're somewhat struggling, Russell Gage will probably be out there in your waivers, and it's not uh, the worst thing in the world. All right. Uh, moving on, the 1-6 and six Miami Dolphins at the 4-2 and two Buffalo Bills. Uh, Kyle, you were heating up Miles Gaskin mm-hmm. in this matchup. Yep, and that's, and that's essentially like a, uh, target value. He's he's going to be getting the ball in the running game, the passing game. You know, I mean, Ahmed's uh, still there and whatnot, but it's one of those things where he's going to see an uptick just with Malcolm Brown being on the IR. Um, anybody really outside of uh, Gaskin and and Gesicki for the um, Dolphins against nah, Buffalo? Not against Buffalo, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. So you're starting Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I feel like are we confident enough that he he might be in? In your lineup week in and week out, I believe so. Uh, and then, like in full PPR, then you want to do your like Cole Beasley and whatnot. Beasley, Beasley, uh, yeah, with Dawson Knox. Um, from what I'm seeing, he's doubtful. Yep, so, um, yeah, the tight end situation there, then I just avoid. Uh, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. Uh, I mean, off a of buy, I guess it's gonna be hard to. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those gross backfields because it's like Josh Allen is so mobile. But you, if you want to take a chance on one, see my excitement in my voice over this. I mean, just like <laughs> I actually yeah. just yawned, but you couldn't hear it. Oh, see, because I was oh nice, <laughs> nice cover up. <laughs> uh, moving on, the two and four. Well, was it because it was so boring? <laughs> what the crap is that? I'm saying this. Sometimes it takes a while to get to my brain because like. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but it's like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. The two and four San Francisco 49ers <laughs> at the three and four uh, Chicago Bears. San Francisco has come out and said Jimmy G is their starter. Yeah. 
but that's just because I think Trey Lance is still hurt. So uh, we'll see if that changes in the future. So I'd stay away from that situation. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, one of your heating up candidates as well, Kyle. Um, Debo Samuel's in your starting lineup week in and week out. Brandon Ayuk. He's uh, on the bench of the could, waivers. <laughs> could be waivers. Uh, Justin Fields probably own nowhere. Uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, one of my starts of the week. Um, man, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. You might be playing the ceiling on Mooney, and that's all you can probably do. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Damian Williams. Look, what I'm seeing is he did. He did play. Who's that, Damian Williams? Yeah. Yeah, you were asking about David Montgomery. Oh, right. Yeah, right. so, but yeah, no, Damian Williams did play, and that, and Herbert still ripped it up the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, in that episode, if you were, in fact, referring to that, then yes, you are correct. Yes. But you weren't. So, we, we were just, we were just confused. <laughs> yeah, we were just confused. Bears. 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 That's the thing about bear attacks. They come when you least expect it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the three and three Pittsburgh Steelers at the four and three Cleveland Browns. Hmm. I mean, you got your, you got your fixtures, you know, uh, Harris, uh, Deontay Johnson, um, Claypool. I like Claypool this week. Um, I mean, like I said, um, he, he, he didn't have a good showing, um, going into the bye. I think he had like two receptions, 17 yards, something like that. But Claypool is an excellent, excellent yeah. play. Najee Harris right back in your lineup. Uh, Nick Chubb, if he plays uh, right back in your lineup. Um, Baker Mayfield. Kyles, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? And this isn't so much a question or anything like that, but I do have to share a fun fact that I do know about this, and I'm going to have to bring it up to get the fine details, and I'm talking slower too. Okay, Nick Chubb is the second is second in rushing yards this season behind who? You know this one. There can be. He, uh, Nick Chubb is actually closer in yards to the 27th ranked running back than he is Derrick Henry. That's just, that just shows how far of a lead Derrick Henry has over Nick Chubb. Wait, what? Okay. So I'm going to use my hands to tell you. So Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, he's closer in yardage to the 27th next leading rusher than he is yards away from Derrick Henry. Oh, I yeah. Got you. So that, that, that's so there's a big gap, big gap. Kyles, did you know fun fact <laughs> of awesomeness? <laughs> I follow you now. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, from what I'm reading right now, uh, he's expected to practice uh, on Wednesday. Um, I'd just stick with Keenum, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I mean, uh, Keenum Keenum managed the game very well. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, mm, uh, uh, probably benched. Probably. I mean, like I said, you did see some of him the last game. He did have 6.2 output. In fantasy, but it, it was... if Baker doesn't play, you're probably not. No, no. Um, in OBJ again, yeah, bench or let him go. Yeah, one or the other. Um, as far as the tight end position, <laughs> right? There's not really much here. No, but I mean, uh, you had said Nick Chubb. Uh, do you find any value in Dearness Johnson in this game? Uh, I mean, not you're not going to see the extent that he, the points he put up last week. I but. feel like you're not cutting him. No, Unless, I don't think so. You I, I'm betting he has a role. I mean, Kareem Hunt is on IR. Right. They've never done uh, where it's just Nick Chubb. That's so true. I'm sure. Although this might be since um, since Felton is more of the pass catching back, and Felton has had more work in the weeks prior to both the Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt injury. This is 
this might be where Felton comes in. Yeah, could you imagine of, Felton lights it up? Just the headache of having Dearness Johnson do what he did, and then uh, yeah, I that's why I stay away from that. I see a path where that happens. Yeah, that was for you, Brennan. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, the two. Did we talk everybody in that matchup? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the two and five Philadelphia Eagles at the zero and seven Detroit Lions. Uh, the Lions win here. Yes. Do they? It's Halloween. Whoa! It's scary, but it's. <laughs> 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 yeah, DeAndre Swift's going to light it up as he has been week in and week out for the Lions. Um, uh, wide receiving core. It's one of those we talk about. Uh, you just don't feel comfortable with any of them, but like, uh, you know, luckily DeAndre Swift is like their main wide receiver too. So it's like, yeah, DeAndre Swift is uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, starting Jalen hurts, probably not Jared Goff, um, running backs for Philadelphia. I'd wait and see on that situation. You want to see if uh, Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell is going to see the uptick. You're going to have time. Cause I don't think Miles Sanders is going to be back, um, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, Devonta Smith. Can you start him against Detroit? Um, hmm. I feel good about that. Yeah, go I think ahead. So too. Yeah, put them out. Uh, and you're starting Dallas Goddard and T.J. Hawkinson. Yep. Yep. Moving on to the six and one L.A. Rams at the one and six Houston Texans. Hmm. I wonder who wins this one. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you're gonna. I, uh, I mean, it, it, the thing was, is last week I debated on picking up Van Jefferson. Um, and actually, Just for this week, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, and for last week, actually, and he actually did uh, find the end zone last week. But um, uh, your Robert Woods is going to be in Cooper Cup. Um, you might even be as go as deep as Sony Michelle in this game, depending on uh, what your situation is in the running, you know, for your running backs on your team. I don't know about that. I will see. I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling well, what. Uh, did he do anything? No, he didn't do anything last week. <laughs> but I'm saying in general, it's like it's. Uh, so I was gonna. I was gonna say. Texans. I I thought there was some promise with Sony Michelle, um, and then I believe it was two weeks ago when they played Seattle. They got a big lead, and Sony really didn't go in at all. Maybe well, he was kind of dinged up though at that time too. Was he? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'm, two weeks ago was uh, New York. Excuse me. He was also dinged up, he told me. Oh, week seven? Last week was Detroit? Yeah, he wasn't even there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah, I know. I, it's just, I, just just trust me on this one. If, if you're in a desperate uh, uh, crunch, go ahead, Sony Michelle. Okay. okay. Taking a bold take there. Uh, you have to be bold sometimes to do this line of work. All right. I'm waiting for it. Brandon Cooks doesn't come out of your lineup because it's Brandon Cooks. And that's probably it. Are you that's sure that. against Jalen Ramsey? Ooh. I mean, I'm not scared of him. Oh, okay. I'm not scared of him. I am. Okay. <laughs> well, I am not. Uh, there's not, yeah, there's not a lot of times where I'd be benching Brandon Cooks. Uh, this might be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're starting Stafford, Henderson, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Oh, you kind of got me scared. Uh, Tyler Higby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's probably pretty much it. Yeah, probably pretty much it. Uh, you probably, you're probably fine starting Cooper, Robert Woods. Well, then I take back my laughter. You're probably fine starting Brandon Cooks, whatever his name is. I don't even know. It's Brandon point. Cooks. Uh, moving on, the five and two Tennessee Titans at the three and four Indianapolis Colts. 
Uh, both these teams have kind of been starting to play football lately. Yeah, and that's good to see, especially as a Colts fan, that, uh, oh, yeah, we can uh, win games. So, I mean, as of right now, you're still on pace for, what did you say, 12 and... Uh, 12 and 5. 12 and 5? Yeah. Hey. They just can't lose, they just can lose one more, <laughs> but that, that's all I'm allowing. You're still, I mean, you still have hope. Uh, mm-hmm. You still have hope. Yep. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, probably streaming options. Yes. Uh, and I think probably fine both ways. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go either one on that one. Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, and your starting lineup week in and week out. Uh, the rest of the running backs, not so much. Uh, Naeem Hines, uh, I mean, hasn't really been anything. I don't no, know if he's like really. No, not he was last year. No. Yeah, I don't really know that he's on rosters at this point any, anymore. Uh, Marlon Mack, not really much either. Uh, the wide receivers, uh, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, if he plays, uh, probably in your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Michael Pittman. Uh, oh, Michael Pittman has carved out a nice little role in Indianapolis. I, yeah. I, I, I feel comfortable with him as a wide receiver three flex option week in and week out. Yeah. Uh, T.Y., if he plays. It's not Houston, so. No, no I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, Zach Paschal, any, I don't know, any of the other Indianapolis no. pass catchers? No. Um, Not with any kind of confidence, anyways. You well, see, uh, Mo Ali Cox caught a touchdown last week. I did see that. I think I believe he's on a three touchdown. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if he got one. Nope, he, uh, three out of the last four games he had a touchdown. So it's like, uh, but it's it's only on like three targets, something like that. So it's like that's that's a risk. But if in fact you do have uh, Mark Andrews on by, you know, this week you might want to look into him a little bit. Yeah. Or uh, this guy in the next matchup. Uh, the <laughs> five and two Cincinnati Bengals at the one and five New York Jets. Uh, CJ, who's your mama? Oh, CJ, who's your mama? He's going to say, who's your daddy over in <laughs> for the New York Jet, uh, against the New York Jets? Um, uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco. Yeah, if in fact Joe Flacco is going. Um, yeah, uh, no, Kyle. What? We're not having that conversation. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, Jameson Crowder um, last year when he did have uh, Joe Flacco, uh, he maintained uh, 10 points a game. So that's some food for thought. And Crowder is definitely somebody that's sitting out there. Okay. All right. And then, uh, respect it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Joe Mixon. Um, Samaji P. Ryan in this one I like. Um, he's He's been... You know, he's kind of had some standalone value in the last uh, two out of three weeks. And it's one of those games where it's like it's against the Jets. And it's like right. the Patriots ran all over the Jets. So it's like, you know, Joe Mixon going to be tired. He needs to take a break. P. Ryan. Got it. All right. And then Jamar Chase does not leave your lineup ever for any kind of reason that I could ever imagine. T. and Tyler Boyd, mm. probably strong starts this week. They would be strong in this situation, yeah. Uh, and C.J., who's your mama? And C.J., who's your mama? <laughs> Michael Carter against uh, Cincinnati. Mm, I'm st- not been horrible. He has not been week. horrible, but I'm I'm still not on board quite yet. Well, you need one more week. Maybe. Yeah, one more week. Then maybe I'll get on board. Okay. Like the trains, like the the tires. You know, I mean, well, yeah. What'd you call those tires? <laughs> the on the trains train? and tires and wheels and spokes. And- yeah, once that start, it's starting to move a little bit, but it's like I'm not so sure it's going to take off yet. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving to the afternoon games, the three and four New England Patriots at the four and two uh, Los Angeles Chargers. This is going to be a messy one because last year, what Belichick, Belichick did too. 
Uh, Justin Herbert yes. was just oh, just a I was mess. Think, I was thinking about this. Do we go the total opposite direction and Justin Herbert wants – look, he knows like he what was. has been said about last year. Mm-hmm. Does he want to go out and say, listen, last year was last year. Yeah. I want to burn it up this year. This is my second year. I'm just no like, longer a baby yeah, anymore. This is like the human aspect of football. Yeah, maybe. That he still he might, scares me though. He might throw like five touchdowns. Maybe even seven. Maybe seven. Let's maybe set the bar high. Maybe eight. eight. That's no, that's crazy talk. You gotta stop the line at seven. <laughs> uh Austin Eckler, always in your lineup. Uh PPR formats. Uh then maybe I'd look at Brandon Bolden. Otherwise, uh Damien Harris is a strong goal. Right. Uh Mike Williams, kinda Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are in your lineups. Oh, yeah, they're not coming out. Yeah, good right. And I'm really hoping for Jacoby Myers, that he finds the end zone this week. I really want it for this guy. And, um, I mean, just on the targets alone that he gets um, from Mac Jones, you kind of got to leave him in. Hunter Henry is really riding a uh, touchdown streak. He's got uh, four touchdowns the last four games. So Right. And know. Jared Cook is a, is a fine play this week as mm-hmm. well, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the one in five Jacksonville Jaguars at the two in five Seattle Seahawks, the Russell Wilson less Seattle Seahawks. Nice. Russell, Russell Wilson this. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> um, does, does Jacksonville develop a winning streak in this game? Oh. <laughs> Too bold. I know. Uh, James Robinson's in your lineup. Won't leave it. Marvin Jones is my start of the week, so you're going to see him in there. LaVisca Chenault. Uh, chances are he's been dropped in the majority of leagues. Um, if in fact he does all of a sudden go back to LaVisca Chenault of last year, then you might want to get your hands on him. Uh, DK Metcalf. Oh man. If it wasn't for that one, uh, that one catch for 84 yards and the touchdown on Monday night football, that's like, he would have had an awful, awful game. Yeah. Russell so, Wilson, less DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson, less. Uh, say that like five times. Ooh. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I've been pretty. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been looking a little bit better. Seattle's not a scary defense mm-hmm. uh, by any means. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's not a lot. Of, yeah, James Robinson, like you said, not coming out of your lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, yeah, there's not really much. You know, absolutely solid fantasy plays here. No. Um, Maybe Dan Arnold in some deeper leagues. I mean, he's he's shown that the tight end is being utilized in Jacksonville. So yeah, yeah why not? Why not? I like it. Uh, the two and five Washington football team at the three and four Denver Broncos. Javante Williams is really close to being one of my starts of the week. I have a good feeling about this one because it's like we know Washington's defense isn't what it was last year, and it's like, ooh. I'm still waiting for it. I want Javon Tato. You want it to happen? I want it to happen. Well, Jerry Judy had stated that he will play in week eight. Yes. So that's a definite downtick on your uh, Tim Patrick owners. Um, Cortland Sutton. Is, Cortland Sutton, I think, is just yeah, going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, Tim Patrick probably takes the biggest hit. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Terry McLaurin's in your, in your lineup week in and week out. Noah Fant and Ricky Seals-Jones probably at this point are in your, in your lineups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibson, uh, been banged up, kind of has been banged up, yeah. and he keeps playing through it. It's like, uh, it has been man. pretty. It's almost like you almost want him to just sit and heal yeah, just up, like, just let it instead. Just let it happen, man. You know, yeah. but yeah, they just keep tossing him in there and gets a little more dinged up. And he's had some fumble issues the last couple of weeks, and it's, yeah, like you said, not very pretty at the moment. Yeah. So if Gibson for any reason can't play, uh, McKissick 
uh, should be a good play. Right. Um, Patterson, uh, it probably uh, not yet. No, not yet. The dark horse waits. He waits. Uh, the six and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the four and two New Orleans Saints. Uh, starting Tom Brady, Fournette, uh, starting uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Rob Gronkowski, hopefully if he plays. <laughs> um, on the New Orleans side, it's Alvin Kamara. And I think outside of that. End I, of the list. I'm not starting anybody else. Absolutely not. Not for any reason ever. Um, I don't know that there was any uh, Mike Thomas news quite yet. But Mm-mm. we're gonna keep an eye on it. I wonder if he'll even come back. Like, like maybe he just sits out this year. I'm gonna go somewhere else. It would be uh, a. I mean, that was a problem too. It wasn't just the injury. He also had issues with the with the, the with staff. The team, you know? and, uh, yeah, that would be a uh, a dud of the year, wouldn't it? Yes, he would definitely earn dud of the year. Yes, we didn't say stud. I said dud. Dud. Wait, what do we call it? And on our, uh, what do we have it on the list? The gen- oh, the busts. The busts, yeah. yes. Yeah. All right, the Sunday night game, the 5-1 and one Dallas Cowboys at the 3-3 three and three Minnesota Vikings. I love gold. Yeah, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Should be high scoring. Um, although Dallas' defense has been has something. Has it? Has it? It's been something. Just because the ESPN analysts tell me that they've been something, I don't. I don't. I, I watched Mac Jones scorching on them for – um, yeah, that's yeah, that's and true. That's, you know, and it's they've like, been they've been something fantasy wise. Yeah, fantasy wise, yes. But uh, uh I mean, uh, you know, Delvin Cook. I mean, coming off the bye week should be a goal. We know Kirk Cousins is a fine streaming option. Uh, Dak Prescott is your starting quarterback. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Tony Pollard, maybe in a flex. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, probably depends on your situation. Nice bench piece. Very nice. He, he, I currently own him in the league, and that's where he has been relaxing. <laughs> uh, CD Lamb, uh, Mari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup. If he's good to go, do you picture him uh, taking uh, up, picking up right where he left off? Um, yeah, I don't think I'm starting him right away. No, if I have him, play the wait and see. Yeah, yeah, it's a hold and and see. Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin, um, take a shot. That's really all it is right now. If you need tight end, uh, Dalton Schultz has kind of been the guy more times than not. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of either or. One of right. them kind of has been scoring a touchdown week in and week out. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, like you said, Kirk Cousins, a streaming option. Dalvin Cook's in your lineup week in and week out. And as long as Dalvin Cook plays, you're not starting Alexander Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Justin Jefferson's in your starting lineup week in and week out. Uh, Adam Thielen, probably the same at this point. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking so. Um, And that's. And the list. Probably about it, yeah. Uh, moving on to the Monday night game. <laughs> actually, this is a season. <laughs> I kind of chuckle, but this is actually a game. Uh, the 2-5 <laughs> and five New York Giants at the 3-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is so weird. Think. It is. It is weird. I, it, it, You're not not starting Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek Hill or right. Travis Kelsey, right. even after dud weeks. Yeah. Um, but it has, I guess, as far as fantasy, it's been 
fine outside of last week. Outside of last week, yeah, it's been tolerable. When in real football, uh, it's not tolerable. They're three and four. Yep. Um. So yeah, outside of that, Daniel Jones against Kansas City probably a good streaming option this week. Agreed. Um. Saquon Barkley if he plays. Yeah, he's hopeful to be back in week eight. Right. Uh, I mean, I still think about that big watermelon sized thing on his ankle, and oh I'm like, gosh, oh man, yeah. I don't know. If that's not, if that's the case, then uh, Devontae Booker is fine to plug in there. Um. If Absolutely, any of the wide receivers are healthy. <laughs> You're going. <laughs> you are going. Yeah, Kadarius Tony, uh, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, uh, Darius Slayton. They're and, all dealing with something. Yeah, they are. It's and, it's crazy. And if any of them have the, they're good to go, then they're good to go in your lineup. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they're the only one that's good to go. Evan Ingram. Uh, if all the wide receivers are banged up. Oh yeah, then for yeah. sure, then Evan Ingram. I think you can do it. Um. Outside of that, anybody else? Kansas City? That's solely just because I like playing the Flash Gordon <laughs> drop, but uh, no, not yet on Josh Gordon. Still waiting. Uh, Daryl Williams against New York. I think you could do it. Yeah, you could do that. That's fine. Yeah, it'll work out. Um, there you go. That's it. That is the week eight preview. Preview. <laughs> And now, Kyle, Ooh. we have a spur of the moment Halloween horror movie draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even realize I put my notes on the table when you probably oh, I didn't see my... nothing. I took a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah. I was going to, like, flip something. Oh, and... yeah, you, you can... You can... You can flip something. What are we going to flip here? Uh, Flip the... You can't flip the football. No. <laughs> you go uh, red or black? Uh, I'll go red. Okay. You I'm first. the winner. Um, With my first pick in the first round of the horror movie... Now, are we doing... uh Like, uh, if you get the one, you get the whole shabam. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, so I have to pick out like an individual movie? I think so. Okay. Okay. That makes it a little bit tougher. Oh. oh, I'm so old school. This is hard. I know. That's where I'm, I think I might get you, but I have not seen any of the recent oh. movies either. Oh. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to go with... Oh, it's so classic, but I don't want to say that one because I know it's going to fall to me later on. I'm going to go with It Chapter 2. Okay. You have not seen it. But anybody who has seen it, there's a scene. No, I can't say the scene in there because I want you to at some point watch it. But I'm going to go with It Chapter 2 for my first pick. Okay. Yeah, I have not seen it. You probably could have picked it uh, absolutely last. Yeah, I probably could have, but it's like you never know. You might just be like trying to beat up on me. Um, uh, At this point, this is, this is weird to me that this is an old school movie mm-hmm. um, because it feels like it's not. It still feels like fresh but it's definitely not. Um, I'm going to take one that kind of changed the whole horror movie genre. Everything. Oh, I'm going to take the original saw. Ooh, that's good. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. That's because that's like a one where it's like, can't you just cut your foot off right now? And I do it four <laughs> hours later. If you didn't see the movie, yeah, I cut his foot off. You should have seen it by now. So no disclaimer, I suppose, but that was a good, good one. That was a, yeah, that was a good movie. That's a good one. Dang it. Not one that I've watched uh, anytime recently, but 
I remember it mm-hmm. because it was good. Right. I mean, and I, I don't know that any of the other Saw movies will be taken, but I mean, how 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 do you how far yeah. that that whole that whole what do you call them? The whole bunch of movies were carried by the first one well, right. because the second one was like. Uh, same scenario and then same the, thir- the third i don't even remember what the third one was about there was one more that i recently seen but i was just like i don't even remember what number it was right but it was just it like, got to a, like a crazy high number and then there was like jigsaw which yeah. was a spinoff of that and yeah that's uh yeah yeah no no good pick valid pick dang thank you uh, oh man the next one i feel like again could fall to me but it's like my it, i i feel like i'm just gonna take it because it's like my all-time favorite if i ever watch a horror movie this is like my first choice and i'm going to take the texas chainsaw massacre uh, i don't know why the original one or no. are you talking about the 90s version of it there was the 90s one yeah because like texas chainsaw massacre 2 back in like 1986 i believe that one was pretty good like the black and white one no the, oh, no, 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 color no 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 back then no, yeah, the nineteen, the one where where the group of kids were going to the concert, and then the the girl was hitchhiking down the road. Was that one in the eighties? No, that one wasn't the eighties. No, that was the that. colored one. That was the newer one, but I think it was like the nineteen nineties. Yeah, you're talking about the nineteen ninety nine version, I believe. I'm I talking so. about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two from back in the eighties. That one was pretty uh cut your face off and wear kind of a situation <laughs> but yeah no that, that that's pretty good i gotta and then for my pick i gotta stick to where my uh uh where most of my stuff was molded and shaped and i'm gonna pick child's play to i uh, yeah i thought you know, were gonna take that uh, one actually no i child's play child's play because <laughs> the like you had stated the beginning of it it tells a story it's more realistic if you have not seen any child's play movies it's about a doll named chucky comes to life and like i said that shaped and molded me i shared a story uh last year on the podcast about how my dad tied fishing line to the arm of my my buddy doll (laughs) and made it move as i was trying to go to sleep and yeah that wasn't it wasn't good and actually i had actually brought it up to you uh uh, previously in uh, off air and this this is such an obscure movie this one this one I, i i can guarantee you probably nobody has ever seen this movie but oh. uh, the native doll. I had a lot of issues oh. with dolls. Okay, yeah, it, it's like <laughs> this movie. Uh, essentially, there's a little character. If you look up the character in the native doll, you will see what I'm talking about. That thing was freaky, and it gave me nightmares. But anyways, <laughs> essentially, yeah, I have a thing with uh, not trusting dolls. I think it might be because of the, like the, the their eyes and stuff like that. Like you, I see dude, dolls are. Freaky well, as dude, crap. They got, now they got these eyes that like kind of follow you when you walk around because I know my daughter's got like my daughter loves dolls, so it's like it would break her heart for me to show her anything <laughs> close to these movies. <laughs> so I will not do that. But anyways, yeah, my uh technically my third pick, Native Doll. Yeah, I was just looking to see if there was anything that I was forgetting, but um for my third pick, uh we already talked about it, paranormal activity. Paranormal, yep. Yep. The first one, uh, again, it was one of those changing. It was, it was it, a game changer. Yeah, it was the first movie. And it again, I really like my first two picks were slasher movies. They're not like mm-hmm. uh, spiritual or whatever, whatever the heck you call them. Like mm-hmm. third, not third, not third world, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like different realms where there's whatever. Uh, um, 
but yeah, paranormal activity was the first one and it changed everything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, when did, par- when did, I'm going to look up when the original paranormal activity came out. I want to say that that came out in 2004. Um, I await your answer. Whoops. Original paranormal. I bet you if you just typed in paranormal activity, it would be like. 2007. Ooh. Oh. So still to this day we're still getting like paranormal activity movies that aren't paranormal activity. No, there's like, you know, and that's the thing. It's so hard to follow how they're all connected. Like the conjuring is somehow connected to Annabelle and Annabelle is somehow connected to, I think the con I seen the conjuring. And after that, like I've, I watched the paranormal activity and I was just like, okay, this is freaky. Mm -hmm. I watched the conjuring and I was just like, Nope. I remember (laughs) I I drove home and I just cranked up the Christian music. (laughs) I was just like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. No way. Uh, But yeah, no, Paranormal Activity changed changed horror movies. Mm -hmm. Like uh, up to this point, like they're still making, it's still, I don't want to say based off of it, but yeah, it's, it changed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, I, I saved it for my last pick because again, it's one of my favorites. I was actually just thinking about it the other day. It's really not a popular movie at all. So this is not going to be a vote getter. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the Paul Walker movie, Joyride? Fast the Furious. No, oh, okay. Yeah, Joyride, I've seen that with, is that Candy Cane? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, see I that. love yeah, that. that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like, I believe it's there's more, truckers everywhere. So I, this I, could be I legit. believe it's more of a thriller than an actual horror movie. Mm-hmm but I love it so much. It is it is pretty decent. I mean, and then they tried to come on with like Joyride 2 and oh stuff my like that. Oh my gosh. Stop. Did you stop. see them at all? Uh, <laughs> they were the saddest. Ex- yeah, it's like, oh don't, my don't try to capitalize off of what Joyride was. I mean, it was... Exactly what we were just talking about. Like the second movie is like, no. No. I mean, sometimes I mean, you just... Sometimes you just stop on your head. You yeah. Know? I bet, yeah, no, because it's like people see truckers all the time and it's like, they're already a little creepy. So it's yeah. like, unless you're listening to us in your truck right now. and Okay, well, this is, this is something... Would your kids, if they watched it, because this was like, this movie was made when, before there were cell phones, mm-hmm. the whole point of the movie was um, these two brothers CB were radios. driving across country and they had mm-hmm. CB radios, right. no cell phones. I mean, they had used pay phones, all this stuff. If you showed your kids that movie, would they even like? Well, they probably wouldn't understand the concept of that. <laughs> They'd be like, wait a minute, how are they talking through that device that's hooked up to their phone? Like, well, that must have been like the first cell phone or, or car phones that I've heard about. Yeah, I don't think they'd be. I gotta that look up. I gotta look up when that movie was. That came out in 1999. Really? You no, know I'm, I'm guessing. I'm just assuming. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 2001. Oh man, I'm close on these dates, man. I ugh. everything previous to 2020, I'm, I'm off on everything. But yeah, that's that. That was a Paul Walker movie. That might be. That might have been the first Paul Walker movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But. Man, that was a good one. That was, that was the first Paul Walker movie you ever seen? I think so. Fast and the Furious? I think I've seen Joyride before I saw Fast and the Furious. Well, now i got to look up when Fast and Furious. Yeah, you do that. Because I'm pretty sure that was you like can, You can jump in when, uh, okay, because i got a bunch running through my head. And there's like, uh, there's some honorable mentions, which I'm going to mention them right now because they aren't going to be my pick, but they went through my head. Uh, the classic Scream movie. You know, everybody's seen Scream. Yeah, I it's thought like, about it's it. It's kind of corny at this it point. It is. And then it's like, and then, uh, have you seen A Quiet Place? Yes. Very good. 
That was a good one. Yep. And I enjoyed it more because John Krasinski was the one who directed it and starred in it. So that's pretty. I want to see the second one. Have not seen it yet. But I'm going back to old school. Do you remember Ernest? Wait, what did you get the date? 2001. Same year. So same year. Okay. Do you remember Ernest? No. Okay. Sounds familiar though. Before your time. Um, Ernest scared stupid. Okay. It's, it's, it, okay. The reason why is because as a kid, like I trusted Ernest. Ernest was like this kind of a quirky guy and he like did all these movies and stuff. But Ernest scared stupid. For some reason, I trusted it going into that movie theater and I left scared. Like, like my, my dad <laughs> took me to the movie. My mom and dad took me to the movie and they thought it was like the funniest thing because I'm here laughing. But then like all of a sudden I just wasn't saying anything anymore because they got this troll in this movie that just like, freaked me out at my age and it was like i was scared to death that's why this one's this one's from the heart this one has like i said like the native doll totally obscure but look up the native doll the actual doll and then you'll see what i'm talking about but Ernest scared stupid i trusted it got burned i i just typed in classic horror movies and we missed some good ones oh that'd be cheating we can't be doing that i know you gotta stick to your heart on some of these but we did we missed some good ones yeah Give me, give me some honorable mentions. Um, I, I've never seen this one, but Psycho. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen Psycho. I've never even seen the American Psycho, like the modern ones with Christian Bale. The never. Shining. I've actually never seen The Shining. I've seen enough of the parts of it to know, but Halloween. Is, uh, that doesn't even look like the real the uh, Halloween. Is Misery on there? Um, I don't see it. Mm, okay. What am I thinking? Silence of the Lambs. Was that technically? A, I don't that think it be like a thriller. Okay, um, Night of the Living Dead, The Exorcist, Carrie, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby. I don't even know what that is. Frankenstein, Alien. I, I like that one. Actually, scared me. I watched. If you watch the first one, mm-hmm. and maybe the I think the second one scared me more than the first one. I watched the second one by myself, mm-hmm. and I was freaked out about that one. Interesting. Uh, I don't even know what that one is. Jaws. I wouldn't Jaws call it a Scream, Poltergeist, The Invisible Man, The Fly, Dracula, Candyman, Cat People, The Haunting, The Birds, The Omen, The Mummy, Children of the Corn. The Mummy? With yeah, Brendan Fraser? No, that doesn't look like Brendan Fraser. It looks oh, okay. like a really, really old one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh. I'll get that out. I'll get that up on the on the Facebook page and you guys can uh, cast your vote. I don't think I'm winning that one. You got more of the classic ones. Yeah, but I got some obscure ones in there too. So yeah, Saw might be a good one. Saw might be like a big vote getter. I know if my wife saw the list, she'd go Saw. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's all we got. Thank you to the sponsors, uh, Anchor and Rhymers Heating. Heating up. Presented by Rhymer Heating. <laughs> Again, it's getting cold. Uh, do it before it gets cold uh, rather than while it's cold. Yep. Because or after it's cold because then it's too late. Not a problem that you want to deal with. Uh, frozen pipes. I've mm-hmm. seen it happen. Mm-hmm. It's not a pretty thing. Nope. Uh, thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you for giving us five stars. Everything you guys do. You support us, honestly, just by listening. Thank you for uh, listening. We appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. We'll go on the uh, Facebook um, thing and go vote for your favorite list of scary movies. So there you go. We are Late Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast. Out. <laughs> <laughs>